Friday, everybody, and welcome to the David Glenn Show. Hope your weekend is off to an early and fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including breaking news in the National Football League as some preseason camps already are underway and everybody else will get underway this coming week, including on Wednesday, your Carolina Panthers live from Spartanburg, South Carolina. The Open Championship continues and is one of the better TV options for you. Maybe you're only a casual golf fan. They have only four major championships a year in that sport. If there are only four or five things you tune into as a golf fan with the Ryder Cup in years where that is held being the other, of course the majors would be worth your time. The fourth and final on the new calendar major golf championship is almost halfway over. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, I don't want to get into anybody's DVR. Rory McIlroy, hometown hero, as the biggest sporting event in the history of Northern Ireland continues to unfold, the British Open. Rory McIlroy's out. Tiger Woods is out. One of our golf guests picked Adam Scott to win it. He's not making the cut either. Phil Mickelson, after losing 15 pounds in six days by fasting and then sharing his latest idea on social media, also out. None of those dudes are making the cut. Some big names will, of course. We will get into those details and keep you up to date on the British Open leaderboard throughout the course of the afternoon. But we have plenty of other stuff to get to beyond the NFL and golf and other things, too. I have, for my producer, Darren Vaught, and perhaps for your consideration across the great state of North Carolina as well. Darren, you're excited, I think, to learn that I have a Darren, why didn't we think of this example? from the basketball world as it unfolds this weekend in the American sports landscape, I am convinced that whereas there are countless of inventions in the history of time that would have been way beyond my abilities, my knowledge, my areas of expertise, even were I on planet Earth a hundred or a thousand years ago, whenever these various things came along, right? I could not have invented electricity for example, way beyond my expertise. Good student, high school, elementary, middle, college, law school, and otherwise, lots of A's, some scholarships along the way. Good at science, not that good at science. Electricity, way beyond my abilities. The personal computer, more recently, way beyond my abilities. The automobile, I like driving them, I would have had my eyes rolling up into the back of my head if I were asked a long, long time ago to help Henry Ford or anybody else come up with the Model T or anything else along those lines. The wheel, maybe. I think you and I would have gotten it's tired rather of simple. dragging stuff around, right? <laughs> I mean, those triangular wheels really hold the horses back. I think maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We weren't around back then. The wheel, maybe. And then there are a lot of other things. No way, Jose. There's no way. Beyond yours, and you know how highly I regard you, beyond your abilities, beyond my abilities, I believe in the sports world right now, among the headlines that we'll be discussing today as we bounce from baseball 
to Major League Soccer, perhaps coming to the great state of North Carolina, perhaps even in the next few years in the form of an expansion franchise. Little basketball, of course, the Open Championship in golf. The NFL is back. The Baseball Hall of Fame ceremonies are this weekend. And in that sport, they are approaching the 100-game mark of that 162-game marathon of a regular season. The trade deadline for baseball, by the way, is less than two weeks away, and there are new rules this year. More on that through the course of today's program. If you're not into the Hall of Fame, the quick summary, Mariano Rivera, the greatest closer, and it ain't close in the history of baseball, is among this year's six inductees. Whereas the Pete Rose, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and other, why are they so great but still not in the Hall of Fame? While those debates continue for reasons that you are familiar with, I think were we around at the time, other great inventions? I don't know. The miniskirt, the bikini, I, I think, you know, just as objective observers, we might have been able to help with that. What do you ladies like to wear? What is not currently available in all of your fashion outlets? What do you wear at the beach? Can we figure a way to make you happier with your beach swimsuit options? We're happy to help there. Maybe, maybe, Darren, I don't know. That would have been in our wheelhouse were we around back at the time of the miniskirt or the bikini or related things. There is something in the sports world going on, and actually part of it is in North Carolina this weekend, that you and I over beers, perhaps even like at the ACC kickoff event as college football is also on our agenda today. Last couple days, you and I did a lot of work, interviewed a lot of ACC coaches, talked to the commissioner, John Swafford, and a lot of other important people. We had some fun, too. I believe there is a modern-day sports invention that you and I have known each other, what, four or so years? Yeah, four-plus. Had we known each other a little longer, this idea might have been our idea. I picture a pen, a napkin, lots of adult beverages. <laughs> I believe we could have out outlined this at a an ACC kickoff event of, I don't know, a decade ago. And it has to do with basketball, not football. So perhaps it might have happened at Operation Basketball when the ACC does that every year as well. I will share that invention Possibly not as good as either the miniskirt or the bikini, but very interesting from the sports perspective. As we launch this afternoon, of course, it's Friday. That means loyal listeners know it well. Free for all Friday. What does it mean? Monday through Thursday, we hit you with Hall of Fame coaches. We hit you with national champions. Dabo Sweeney of Clemson, Mac Brown of North Carolina. Just in the last couple of days, they're Hall of Famers. They're national champions, right? We, on Fridays, follow your lead. You, Monday through Thursdays, follow our lead, our rants and musings, our great guests from everywhere in the sports universe and sometimes even beyond. The number for you to lead the way, to steer the ship, as we like to say on Fridays, 1-800-849-2761. Darren Vaught is the producer of this program. We will tackle the great basketball invention, the baseball details I mentioned, Major League Soccer possibly coming to our great state, the Open Championship leaderboard updates, and breaking news in the NFL, among other things. Our one and only guest, and this is, again, in the spirit of free-for-all Friday, Friday, fewer guests Monday through Thursday since we went statewide almost 300 North Carolina cities and towns get the David Glenn show the lines are jammed it happens we're a population of more than 10 million people we have only a handful not nearly that many phone lines you keep the interns busy Monday through Thursday I know it makes it harder to get in than when I had a show you know 20 years ago in a different format and a much smaller audience 
We know how hard and frustrating that can be. Friday's created to allow for more of your calls. Bob Herrig of ESPN will join us live from the Open Championship in Northern Ireland. That is today's only guest by design. You might have college football questions left over from the last couple of days at the ACC kickoff. I saw App State, even under new coach Eli Drinkwitz, is picked to win the Sun Belt Conference again. ECU has a new coach as well in the form of Mike Houston. AAC media days are behind us. I know the Big Ten is still underway, but the SEC, the Big 12, the ACC all had their media days a little bit earlier this week. Uh, others, I believe, are early next week, and that ramps us up for the really full launch in the month of August of college football season even as the NFL is either underway four or five places this past Wednesday or about to get underway the Panthers and everybody else this coming week Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh has taken shots at former Ohio State coach Urban Meyer that is another item that has hit my inbox in the last uh, 24 hours and did you know the NCAA is finally sending out checks starting next month, totaling more than $200 million to former college football and basketball players as part of a legal settlement that was reached in 2017. But you know how lawyers can be. The checks not yet mailed until August 2019. I'll give you an update on that as well. We always reserve the right in the month of July to issue a classic sports movie challenge. It's a possibility. Darren is capable of that. No interns today. Some of them have the Vegas flu and are recovering. Others have an actual flu-like symptom or two. It's just Darren and me here for your enjoyment or belittlement, whatever you'd like to go. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. What about the Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Pete Rose debates? Why have I gone from believing that our state was an extreme long shot to attract an MLS expansion franchise to, I believe, one of the top small handful of outlets that has a great possibility of luring an MLS franchise here. And I mean in the next handful of years, they could begin playing. What's behind that? I'll get into it. What's on your mind, college football, NFL, or otherwise? We'll pick over some baseball. We'll mention some soccer, including MLS. Manny Pacquiao takes on Keith Thurman in a boxing match tomorrow, pay-per-view style. Another item for your sporting menu looking forward. We, of course, allow calls on the week that was as well. NASCAR's guys are in New Hampshire this weekend. The big race is Sunday afternoon. The NBA headlines include Kawhi Leonard and Nike continuing their legal battle over the claw logo the oklahoma city thunder can't find a trade partner they still have chris paul on their roster the former wake forest star meanwhile vegas has listed three teams as the best bets to win next year's nba title now that the free agent dominoes and trades and draft are all behind us or almost all behind us free for all friday ramps up with your phone calls right now 1-800-849-2761 as long as it has something to do with sports or this show or any combination of those two things that's how wide the canvas is for your questions comments and complaints every friday 1-800-849-2761 is how you can steer our ship next on the david glenn show mr president barack obama welcome to the david glenn show how are you david it's great to be on it's wonderful to, to talk to the folks in north carolina i always say uh, i love the state of north carolina 
Love the people of North Carolina. Even the folks who don't support me down there are nice to me. The David Glenn Show. It's one of my wife's pet peeves is that I don't think she thinks that I, I watch dumb stuff and laugh simply enough. Like it takes like some kind of depth, you know, to trigger any kind of response. And so uh, I do dumb stuff, uh, I, um, but not intentionally. <laughs> do, do you like, for example, any Adam Sandler movies, which would be a very primitive sort of caveman approach to comedy, right? You know, I, I really don't. Not a surprise. Bronco Mendenhall was a lot of fun. The UVA coach was among those that just seemed to have a blast with us as we were having a blast with them at ACC kickoff these last two days. We're back. I don't know if we're better than ever, but we are coming to your phone calls right now. Free-for-all Friday style. You steer the ship. I will deliver some of the things I promised. Chris in the triangle wants to be first up. And he's a little bit off the beaten trail. But when I say as long as it has something to do with either sports or this show or any combination of things, it can be a question. It can be a comment. It can be a prediction. It can be a complaint. I have questions about the ACC network, which is still a month from launch. And yet three of the four largest pay TV providers in America have not yet come to terms with the Disney slash ESPN folks, who, of course, are negotiating on behalf of the ACC when it comes to distribution of the new ACC network, that league trying to play catch-up financially and otherwise with the SEC and the Big Ten. As Chris gets us rolling on Free For All Friday with phone calls and Bob Herrig of ESPN is our one and only guest live from the Open Championship in Northern Ireland in about 40 minutes, 1-800-849-2761. I did promise breaking news in the NFL. Here's the bottom line. The Chiefs' mega-talented wide receiver Tyreek Hill will rejoin the team at training camp. The NFL announced earlier today that it has determined – that Hill will not be disciplined under the league's personal conduct policy following an investigation into allegations of child abuse. And at one point, remember, he was also alleged to have abused his now ex-fiance. So Tyreek Hill, at least for now, the NFL says it could not determine whether Hill violated the personal conduct policy and thus, at least for now, it will not suspend him. So he is ineligible to help the Kansas City Chiefs as of right now with all these training camps beginning all over the NFL. The Open Championship leaderboard update comes shortly. Darren and I have a why didn't we think of this example from the professional basketball world. Chris is in the triangle, and it's a little bit off the beaten trail, but, hey, we ask for such things on Free For All Friday. Chris, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Hey, guys, how you doing? This is I'm Chris. doing great. What's going on? Hey, so I was just wondering, uh, when it's hot outside and you guys are tailgating, do you prefer Yeti coolers, Igloo coolers, somewhere in between? Um is the price worth the hype? <laughs> All right, full disclosure, Chris, are you ready? I would have given yes, you this even before Yeti Coolers were a partner to the David Glenn Show. But full disclosure, I mean, I'm into transparency. We have enough pathological liars in this world. Full transparency, Yeti Coolers in some of our years here at the David Glenn Show have been the grand prize for our big tailgate tour winners. And actually, I think one year, every weekly winner got a Yeti Cooler. And I can tell you this, it's not just me as this pitch man or hype machine. Every winner loved his or her Yeti cooler. And after what, we're in year six of the Big Tailgate Tour, different years we've had different kind of week-to-week -week grand prizes and then end-of-the-year grand grand prizes. 
Nobody has ever been disappointed with a Yeti cooler. I do have one myself at home. So the Glenn family approves. Tailgate Tour winners approve. Uh, I don't have anything against Igloo or the others. But there are people, I'm not even exaggerating, whose eyes lit up. Like, I come upon a group of 50 people tailgating. When they find out that the winning prize includes a Yeti cooler, it's, it's like, you know, we're the kings bearing gifts in a biblical scene. They really go crazy. And, you know, when we visit them a year or two later, they still have their Yeti coolers uh, as a central part of their tailgating picture. So that's as close. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was once a paid endorser of Yeti coolers. So factor that in as you will, but it is a great product. So are you, did you have opinion of your own or you just wanted our input? Just your input. Yeah. I mean, I adjust my uh, birthday wish list soon <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and just wanting your opinions. You know, I, you can't go wrong. It, it is like the Taj Mahal of coolers, I think. And I came from, you know, my college years where we'd get those styrofoam things and break them over each, each other's heads at, like, you know, fraternity events as the ice and water pool poured all over everybody, uh, in addition to perhaps other liquids. But, yes, Yeti is the Taj Mahal of coolers until somebody else either proves otherwise or jo- joins the David Glenn Show as a sponsor. How about that? one 800 Tim is in Holly Springs and has the ACC network on his mind. Welcome to free for all friday go right ahead hey Tim. Good Dave. how you doing i'm doing great man good to have you with us hey i'll preface my comments let you know i'm over a 25 year season ticket holder at nc state obviously we grouse about the hot games yeah. early in the season uh a function of tv i'm a 24 year subscriber to the dish network okay. and i think it'd be an epic fail of the ACC network, if they can't get some of these contracts signed, I think it'll you're right. Be a shame. I and and it might be an epic fail for some of the carriers too, right? Risking subscribers like you. I mean, right now, Directv has an agreement to carry the ACC network, and the other satellite company. I mean, between the two of them, they control like 99 plus percent of the satellite customers in the United States of America. Dish doesn't have an agreement to carry the ACC network. Directv does. Now, most of the time, these deals go down to the wire. But we're only a month or so away from the August 22nd launch and some exclusive to the ACC Network college football games begin the, the following week. So I think you're right. And, and great use of epic fail, by the way. The kids, I mean, Tim, I don't know how old Tim is, but that's, that's getting in touch with the younger generation. Is it epic fail like a young thing? I hear my kids <laughs> yeah. use that all the time. I, I have, I have uh, my complaints about sort of contemporary. <laughs> uh, is that one okay? linguistics um it's fine i i have issue, i think it's catchy i have it, it is it is but i i take issue with epic being used as an adjective sometimes because an epic is like the odyssey is an epic Look and it was go. it was morphed into an adjective and i get it language changes but uh no that's it's certainly a modern phrase hey tim if you're still with us serious question would you change carriers over the next four weeks if your current carrier does not agree to carry the ACC network? Are you that uh, passionate a Wolfpack or ACC fan? Well, I'm, I'm uh, committed to the tickets this year, but honestly with uh, the inability for us to move the games to more reasonable times, uh, I'm going to want to have access to those games on TV, and, and I would yeah. change yeah. carriers. I, and I would too. 
I mean, I would if I were just a fan. Clearly, I have to, given my profession. I created the ACC Sports Journal and accsports.com 25 years ago, so I have to have it for professional reasons. But the ACC network is going to rise, fall, or, or land in between in large part because of people's answers to those questions. And, you know, the SEC fans, Tony Barnhart's line, you know, Big Ten fans might write an email or place a phone call if they weren't sure they were going to get the Big Ten network years ago. SEC fans might threaten to burn somebody's house down. Now, where do ACC fans fall on that passion scale in large numbers? Everybody's different, of course. But I think there are a lot of people who would leave their current carrier if they don't get a deal done soon. Again, it's not at all unusual for these negotiations to go down to the wire. But a big-picture story for you, and Tim, this is why I'm betting that one or more of these biggest carriers will be announced soon as a carrier of the ACC network. There are an estimated 94 million pay TV households in the United States of America. That's just residential, not hotels, restaurants, bars. 94 million pay TV households right now. You know, and that's among fiber and satellite and cable and even internet TV nowadays. If you're paying for TV, you're a TV, a pay TV household, right? Out of those 94 million, basically, the ACC network has truly like dozens of dozens, probably even a hundred deals with smaller and mid-sized carriers. So they clearly have a lot of momentum. But three carriers in our country, a lot of people think of it as splintered now. Oh, there's Google Fiber, and there's two different satellite companies, and there's a, you know, a lot of different cable companies. And now, now you know, Hulu with live TV has come along, and how about Sling TV, and how about YouTube TV? You think of it as splintered, which it has become, but three carriers control 47 million, essentially half of all pay TV households in the United States of America. And those three do not currently have deals to carry the ACC network. It's Comcast slash Xfinity, it's Spectrum slash Charter, and it's the Dish Network to which Tim is a subscriber or a customer. Now, DirecTV is a monster. They have close to 20 million subscribers, and they do have a deal with the ACC network to carry it. So that's one big fish already landed. But three really big fish have not yet been landed, whereas dozens and dozens and dozens of mid-sized and smaller fish have already agreed to carry the ACC network. How those three negotiations go between now and August 22nd and maybe a little beyond that, you know, that's going to say a lot about the level of success. It's going to be a successful channel. For those who didn't see my article this past week at theathletic.com, it's as comprehensive as anything ever written on this topic, seriously, in the history of the world. Nobody has put together the, the financials, the tax returns, the carrier agreements, the subscriber numbers in one place the way we did at The Athletic. Uh, thanks to everybody for reading it. It was the most read article at that website, actually several branches of that website. Over, the, over about a 48-hour period, it was number one on several different websites under the athletic umbrella. So thanks to everybody for that. It's that important money-wise. The coaches talked about the exposure element. People like Tim are talking about the consumer end of this equation. It's essential for the ACC to get this right in the long run. It won't be like a final scoreboard on August 22nd, right? It's not like a game where you either win or lose when the time expires. August 22nd is going to be a really important snapshot. And I would argue August, what is it, the day that Clemson plays Georgia Tech, it's about a week later. First football game, and that's exclusive to the ACC Network. If you're a Clemson or a Georgia Tech fan, that's the Tigers are your national champion of a year ago, the dynasty of Dabo Sweeney. 
only way you can get that game is if you're a carrier, or I guess you could go to a friend's house, or you could go to the game in person, but as a pay TV subscriber, either your carrier has the ACC network and you watch that game in your own house, or you don't. And a lot of those negotiations, I think, will go down to the wire. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. All right, Darren, I have a why didn't we think of this example from the professional basketball world. I couldn't have come up with electricity. I could not have invented the personal computer. I could not have invented the automobile. As I've said many times on this show, it would take me a lot longer to list list the things at which I am not very good in this world. There are other things I'm pretty good at. Nobody ever asked that question, Darren. The other list is much longer. I'm not good at those things. I really think, Darren, you and I could have invented this which is unfolding in the sports world as we speak. I will tell you that story as we come back to your free-for-all Friday phone calls. Brian will be next up. You can join us too. Questions, comments, predictions, complaints. The NFL, the NBA, the British Open, basketball in a variety of other forms, Major League Baseball, the MLS coming to North Carolina, that's a question mark, the NC State versus the NCAA battle, the ACC Network, college football media days, Manny Pacquiao back in the boxing ring tomorrow. We'll get to a little bit of a lot of things with your help. 1-800-849-2761. A British Open leaderboard update. And, Darren, why didn't we think of this? Next on the David Glenn Show. I made a reference to Mike Krzyzewski of Duke and his GOAT status. And I kid you not, I got angry emails. If I really wanted to insult somebody, I would include some kind of sentence about being in the bleeping prairie chewing on grass. This is the David Glenn Show. I was interviewing coaches all over the country. I was looking at schemes all over the country. I was calling games on Friday night. I was going to spring practices, and I was seeing 24 teams play games every Saturday. So subconsciously, I was preparing to do this again without thinking that I I might or or might not. It wasn't it. I was just doing it. But I, I think more than anything else, I'm a much better coach right now than I've ever been in my life because of the last five years. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. We had the national championship coaches dropping by our table at ACC kickoff the last two days. Dabo Sweeney of Clemson, two times with the Tigers. Mac Brown back in Chapel Hill for part two of his time with the Tar Heels. His national title, of course, came with the Texas Longhorns for years ago he's been a broadcaster in more recent years he says he's back and better than ever we will see about how that shakes out in the ACC standings Brian from the triangle is next up with a free-for-all Friday question comment prediction or complaint I did promise you one leaderboard update the open championship continues as the biggest sporting event in the history of Northern Ireland. Bob Herrig of ESPN will join us live in about 25 minutes as our only guest of the day. That maximizes your chance to get in by phone. Lines tend to be jammed Monday through Thursday. You can jump in right now on the NFL, NBA, golf, baseball, soccer, Manny Pacquiao, and other headlines of the day. 1-800-849-2761. Shane Lowry is from Ireland and is not exactly the local favorite given what historians might describe as a complicated relationship between Ireland and Northern Ireland, the site of this year's Open Championship. But at least for now, as he comes to the end of his second round, Shane Lowry of Ireland is the Open Championship leader. Now, American J.B. Holmes 
is the clubhouse leader, as it's called. He's done with today's round. He's minus eight through two rounds. He's never won a major, by the way. J.B. Holmes, a 37-year-old American, so he's well into his career. You saw him represent the United States uh, in a victorious Ryder Cup capacity, so he has that on his resume. He has never won a major. He's eight under par, certainly in contention, as today is cut day and we head into the weekend. Fellow Englishmen Tommy Fleetwood and Lee Westwood are among those tied for third at minus seven. So those are some big names on the leaderboard. Westwood, by the way, is 46 years old and has had top three finishes in every major yet has never won a single major. And like a Phil Mickelson, who's going to miss the cut today at 49, Lee Westwood's 46. He's done everything else there is to do in golf, right? Ryder Cup victories with Team Europe and otherwise. Top three finishes at all four, yet never number one at a major. He is at least in contention after completing his second round. Justin Rose of England is among those at minus six. And how about this? Brooks Kepka and Jordan Spieth are among those at minus five. Patrick Reed, Matt Kuchar, John Rahm, and Tony Finau among those at minus four. If you're a golf fan, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Wyndham Championship starting August 1st here at Sedgefield Country Club in Greensboro. It's not like the PGA Tour season comes to an end this weekend. A lot more fun, FedEx Cup playoff and otherwise. The fourth and final major of the golf year has a leaderboard that going into tomorrow has all of those interesting names and more. The projected cut line is plus one. And that means Rory and Tiger and Adam Scott and Phil Mickelson are done. They will not make it to the weekend. Back to your free-for-all Friday questions and comments now. 1-800-849-2761. Darren, I have a why-didn't-we-think-of-this example from the professional basketball world. There is an event unfolding across the United States starting today. And we could have come up with this idea. It's a $2 million idea. And we could have scratched it onto a napkin over adult beverages 10 years ago. Somehow, somebody else beat us to this punch. Brian in the Triangle, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Hey, DG. How you doing? I'm doing great. What's on your mind? Well, I'm a Cowboys fan at NFL. And, uh, you know, Ezekiel Elliott got suspended, what, six games last year? Or two years ago? Uh, yes, what? 2017, right. Yeah. Well, why didn't Tyreek Hill? They have about the same amount of evidence. The, the only thing that my legal brain would go to right away is that, and for those who forget, Ezekiel Elliott did get that suspension. I remember the NFLPA went to bat for him. There was the appeal and all that. It was, in his case, a six-game suspension, again, for violating the personal conduct policy, and it stemmed from an ex-girlfriend accusing him of domestic violence. A complicating factor for prosecutors, like in the legal sense, and remember, Zeke was not charged. The, the prosecutor ended up saying, man, there's a lot of conflicting evidence here. We're not sure whom to believe. There's a lot of he said, she said in a lot of these similar type of cases. The complicating factor here was it is clear that a three-year-old boy, Tyreek Hill and his ex fiance was injured. But when you have a third party involved... It's very hard to prove who injured the three-year-old boy when his ex-fiance was there and Tyreek Hill was there and the boy got injured. But unless you have another eyewitness, I know this might sound crazy to those who don't 
you know, aren't trained in the legal system or criminal justice or whatever, you can know that something bad happened, know that two people were there when it happened, but the three-year-old probably is not going to be able to explain what happened, right? Or it might have even been two at the time. I can't remember. Tyreek Hill is going to be careful with all of his answers to every question. His ex-fiance is going to be careful with her answers if she gives any. So you have like one more layer of complication, whether it's the prosecutors in the legal system. And in both cases, remember, they just they ended up just pulling their hair out and saying, we can't prove what happened here. It looks like something horrible happened, but we can't prove it. When it's he said, she said, it's one layer of complication. When it's, well, the two-year-old or three-year-old can't really paint the picture, and the other two people are pointing the fingers at each other. And there's no other witness to tell us what happened. So in this case, the NFL said, all right, the prosecutor couldn't get Zeke, but we see enough to suspend him. And in the NFL's case with Tyreek Hill of the Chiefs, they're saying, hey, the prosecutor couldn't figure this out, and we can't either. And if you really don't know what happened, was it the ex-fiance? Was it Tyreek Hill? Was the boy injured in a different way? Where do you turn? In the, in the Zeke case, there's a woman telling a story. And even though the prosecutors couldn't get it, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt, that's, you got you to gotta believe you can prove a case in front of a judge or jury. Otherwise, you, you have to abandon the case legally. The NFL does not have to abandon a case just because a prosecutor abandons a case. And they believed that the testimony of the, the woman was enough in their eyes to see that Zeke violated the personal conduct policy. With the injured little boy in this case, they decided there wasn't enough evidence. That's the bottom line. So I don't expect that to make you happy, Brian. I understand why Zeke and a lot of Cowboys fans were unhappy two years ago. I think the Players Association, by the way, one of the reasons they want to change some of the rules is because they thought Zeke, not just him, but others have been railroaded by the NFL's personal conduct policy in a way that, you know, criminal defense attorneys would find outrageous and unfair and inequitable. And we got to rewrite the collective bargaining agreement to include rules that protect people, you know, innocent until proven guilty style. There's a lot of protections in the American legal system. They're not perfect and we screw up all the time, but they're written into the Constitution and the law in a lot of ways those accused in this environment don't have nearly as many protections because it's outside the legal system and it's more of like an administrative thing led by Roger Goodell of the NFL. By the way, I read this week, the N- thanks for listening, Brian, 1-800-849-2761. Almost six months have passed since Super Bowl 53, and a lot has happened since then, right? Again, Panthers start training camp this Wednesday, Spartanburg, South Carolina. One more time, David Tepper is still building building his Taj Mahal. That's going to take a while. So they're going to be at Jerry Richardson's alma mater, Wofford, in Spartanburg uh, this year. And who knows? We'll see how much longer. There have been rule changes. There, of course, has been free agency. There has been the NFL draft. There are eight new head coaches, one quarter of the guys who wear that uh, label on the door. There have been high-profile retirements, right? Julius Peppers and Ryan Khalil, just to name two, just from our backyard with the Carolina Panthers. There are a handful of new starting quarterbacks. There's a handful of player suspensions, although obviously Tyreek Hill of the Chiefs, at least for now, has dodged those sorts of repercussions. As we speak, there are two seasons left on the collective bargaining agreement. It's not your job to know or care what a CBA is, but here's the bottom line. If you've ever been through a strike or a lockout in your favorite sport, it involved something called a CBA. 
I don't blame you if you only want to watch the games and leave the, the mind-numbing legal details and negotiations to other people. I don't blame you. You have spouses and children and jobs and mortgage payments and all the rest. The reality is when that rug is pulled out from under a sports fan, wait a minute, where's my, where's my league? Where, where are my games? What's going on? It is always tied to labor negotiations, always. You know, we've even had missed seasons in American sports, right? I mean, I, I remember, I believe that baseball lost whatever number, hard to quantify, when they went down this road in a really nasty way after my childhood. Like, the, the innocence was lost forever. The national pastime, it's what it was called for decades. Many say now, of course, the NFL is number one on that list. For, but for like a century, baseball was the national pastime. Many still call it that and believe it is that. The innocence was lost because of such things. When that happened, m- many people, whatever number, never looked at baseball again the same way. Football's been through its own labor strife. It is true that... The collective bargaining agreement for the NFL doesn't expire until after the 2020 season. So let's just hold hands and collectively exhale, right? Okay, we got this season, we have one more season, and that's a pretty good amount of time to work out the next deal, right? The NFL owners are seeking an extension to the collective bargaining agreement right now. And the way these things go, they either get that extension and we're all going to scream from the rooftops and sing kumbaya together as NFL fans – In the next roughly 30 days, they're probably not going to be doing this in the middle of the NFL regular season, right? So it's either here that you have labor peace in America's most popular sport beyond the 2020 season with an announcement at some point in the next 30 to 40 days before the new regular season begins. Or guess what? Super Bowl 54 is going to happen early next calendar year, and we are going to be stressed out about possible labor strife for the entirety of the 2020 calendar year because sometimes weird stuff happens going into the final year, right? And nobody wants that. No fan that I know wants that. It's dudes. Hey, you owners, you're mostly billionaires with a B. Hey, you players, you're mostly millionaires with an M and multimillionaires at that. Can't you just figure it out? The rest of us are just trying to enjoy some good old-fashioned NFL football. We'll see where that goes, but leave that on your back burner as an American sports fan this summer. I would love to read that we have an extension of the collective bargaining agreement. If we don't, 2020 will be a calendar year where we're biting our nails about the future of the NFL and just, you know, what, whoever you're rooting for, you might see it the owner's way, you might see it the player's way, put that aside. All of us just want to enjoy football. We got enough stress in our life. This is an outlet. It's supposed to be fun, right? You'd have nail biting in 2020 and then you'd have the possibility of no football in 2021 if you don't get a deal done by then. That's a little bit scary. Again, a back burner issue as the NFL training camps began earlier this week and the Panthers and everybody else get started this coming week. 1-800-849-2761. Darren, why didn't we think of this? It's a $2 million idea, and that's just for the winners. I believe the creators have lined their pockets as well. And you and I, whereas maybe... 
electricity was beyond our reach. Although we fly kites from time to time. <laughs> Maybe the personal computer was more of a Bill Gates thing. I, I, I'm, he was pretty well-educated, certainly more so in that corner of the universe than either of us, right? I don't want to speak for you, Darren, but... No, uh, no, no, no. Bill yeah. Gates, feel Bill, free to put Bill Gates on a higher level when it comes okay to computer technology right. than me. Henry Ford and automobiles are all right with that <laughs> yeah, one as well? Yeah. All right. <laughs> this one's in our wheelhouse, man. And I'm sad, truly sad, that we didn't come up with this idea before somebody else did. It actually impacts our state in one of our favorite sports starting today. That story and more of your calls next on The David Glenn Show. Jerome Robinson, are you a hugger or a handshake guy? H how does it work if Adam Silver is waiting for you? I really don't know. I, I hope it's not awkward. <laughs> um, you know, I hope it's not like a hand-to-hug-to-hand to hand kind of thing, but I don't know. I might just mess around and just hug him, no hands. I think he's so. a hugger. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to The David Glenn Show. Bob Herrick, senior golf writer for ESPN, live from the British Open in Northern Ireland. That's in about five minutes. Darren, I'll elaborate later, but you tell me, could we have come up with this? There's something called the basketball tournament. Like, that is the actual name. Are you okay with that when your marketing company is given, like, three months to come <laughs> up with? Uh, yeah, Darren and Dave, we've decided to call it uh, after, after hours. Of exhaustive research, we think you guys should call it the basketball tournament. <laughs> like, there's something funny about that. Anyway, it launches today, and it's already so successful that it's in its sixth year. There are 64 teams cut into eight regionals. It is single elimination, played out over less than three weeks, and the winning team gets a huge chunk of the $2 million prize. So if you make a hundred grand as an overseas Europe player, but you're on the winning team in the basketball tournament, your check as a player is six figures. Well, duh, you're going to attract other than NBA players. And Chris Paul is actually a coach of a team called Team CP3 in the basketball tournament. One of its venues is if you've ever been to that Fieldhouse Annex at the Greensboro Coliseum, next three days, starting today, you can see these games in the basketball tournament. $2 million grand prize, three-week-long annual event. And when you look at the details, I really think we could have drawn this idea up on a napkin. Credit to those who did, don't get me wrong. More on the basketball tournament after the British Open with Bob Herrick next. Coach Lou Holtz is joining us. What can you tell us about those four seasons in Raleigh? Everybody from North Carolina calling us Boo U and Agriculture U. And I remember walking in the press conference saying, I want everybody in the state to understand agriculture is better than no culture. Stay with us on The David Glenn Show.